0: We're back again, another edition of Give Me the Money podcast with your boys, Joe and Connor. How we doing, Joe?
1: Good, brother. Good, brother. It's a nice time of the season. Baseball's a quarter done with the season so far. My Mets were in first. The Yankees are picking up. We got NBA playoffs starting up, and hockey is already starting up with the playoffs. Hockey's looking good in the playoffs so far. It's an exciting time of the year right now. This is uh, this is now where I'm like, all right, this is more. I'm gonna be my ass is gonna be more glued to the TV than it has been now for the last couple of weeks since March Madness, honestly.
0: Yeah, bro. Honestly, I kind of got fatigued from watching sports during March Madness, like during the lead eight. I mean, I still watched all the games, but then I wasn't watching uh, like all the NBA games like I had been because I was watching literally every single uh tournament game that i could get my hands on what and if i couldn't get it on the tv i was streaming it on one of the laptops like there was one day i had games on two laptops a tv my mom's ipad and then a game on my phone during one of those saturdays but um yeah now that we got NBA coming we got Bullshit. the playing starting tomorrow tuesday um so, all right, let's let's get into the playing games. So, just to review, so the way the playing games are working for those who don't know, and honestly, probably to refresh your memory, Joe, but the way the playing games work, so we have seven playing eight, and then nine playing ten. The winner of seven versus eight takes the seven seed, no matter which one, whoever seeded seven or eight wins, mm-hmm. whoever wins out of that game gets seven seed. Then. Nine and ten play the loser of that game, they're done. The winner of nine and ten, they move on to play the loser of seven versus eight, and the winner of that gets the eighth seed. So basically, this is just it's playoffs before playoffs. This is just to see who gets smacked in the first round, other than Lakers.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at uh, kind of like I looked at the favorites to win like win the finals, and I think the Lakers were still the favorites a week ago the last time I checked. Yes, and they are. Yeah, and that might be a little more skewed now, or they're less probably less favorites since certain- No, no,
1: they're actually no, the Nets are the favorite. Nets are sitting at plus two fifty right now. Lakers are sitting at second. I think they're like plus three something.
0: Yeah, well, all right. So that probably hurt them a bit and they went on a little slide the end the last week of the season. But um All right, let's just get into the matchups real quick. So uh, we'll start out in 9 versus 10. We'll just go in order of the games. So we have Eastern Conference games. Those are played tomorrow. Western Conference playing Wednesday. So we have in the East 9 versus 10. We got the Hornets playing in Indiana against the Pacers. Pacers are minus 3, and the over is sitting at 228. Now – So, just all right, I got some facts because I wrote a blog that'll be up on Russo's playbook probably tomorrow. I got emailed to them. Uh, with just a couple things. So, the Pacers have been one of the worst home teams against the spread in the league. Um, with their record at at home is 13 and 23. And over the last month of the season, uh, they were possibly the worst team, like, they, they were a trend to bet against. Uh, and the Hornets were good for were good for about the except for like the last week, but on the road as a road favorite, they they're pretty much a lock to cover. Yeah. But the thing is, the Hornets are the road dog, and they've kind of been struggling. They look they've been looking iffy the last week. And then Lamelo Ball he didn't end up playing down the stretch against the Knicks Sunday. The uh, game was Sunday, right?
1: Yeah, on Sunday.
0: Yeah, um and then also just like losing Gordon Hayward I, I don't think yeah, he's out it, for the
1: game they already announced that he's out for the game. Yeah,
0: but like just anyway they're really inconsistent like some like some games Devonte Graham will go off and like against the Knicks he was catching fire but you can't really count on him game in game out. Rozier is good for like 18 to 20 points a game and then Miles Bridges another guy who's a big part of their team. He's up and down game to game. A very good yep. player, but he's still he's still inconsistent. He's a young kid who's still growing his game, growing it out yeah. to the three-point line and whatnot. Uh so to where he's not relying on the athleticism. And now Malcolm Brogdon for the Pacers missed the last 10 games of the regular season, but he'll be back tomorrow in the lineup. Alongside Karis Levert, who's gotten his feet under him coming back from that little uh health scare when he got they found out when he got traded. And also in the lineup, Demonis Sabonis, who's the all-star of the team. Mm-hmm. And is one of the I think one of the most talented big men in the league. Oh and yeah. Really no yeah. one talks about.
1: Yeah, no, he's he flies under the radar because he's on Indiana. That's why. But I honestly I like Charlotte. I like Charlotte. I like the young boys coming out of this one. I like the young boys coming out. All right.
0: I like I like the paces. I picked I picked Pacers minus three and I like I like the over in that game. What's it at 228 228 i mean the uh the pacers overs have been hitting the last uh 15 games um and the hornets are a team that could put up points now i also see um i don't see a lot of defense getting played charlotte doesn't have a good paint defense neither does indiana since miles turner has been out for the season most of the season sabonis mm-hmm. not a good paint defender at all so I see the over it up. I'm not too confident in that, but I like, I like Indiana. I think especially with Brogdon, he's he's their be- like their best uh, perimeter defender, and he'll be like another guy that can initiate the offense. So I think he'll be a big help. He'll be guarding Rozier, and then Karis Levert, who's a really who's another good uh, perimeter defender. He'll be put in, I guess, the, uh, Devontae Graham or whoever's running running at the two or maybe the three, depending on how the lineups work out. Um, but also, like, another thing, like, yeah, this is technically the playoffs, but not really the playoffs. And when it comes down to playoff time, you go with the real talent. Now, the more consistent talent favors goes in the Pacers' fav- favor. You've got Brogdon, who's one of the better two-way guards in the league. Again, a guy no one talks about, Levert. He's a Keller. He could get a buck at any time, plays at his little pace. I also love Levert because he was on my Nets. But and then Demonis Sabonis. The Pacers don't have a guy like anyone who could really guard him. That and that and the inconsistency of the Hornets, I, I think it'll be a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, like, I still like I'm still gonna go with Charlotte, but I, I agree with you. I love the old the game. game but I think that's a lock, pretty much, basically. Um I don't know. I just, I something with the Hornets. I just, just like them, you know, going out there, f- especially them basically all playing in their first playoff game because they're all so young. You know, I like them going, winning the first one. And then I think they'll get bounced um, to not be in the actual playoffs. Uh,
0: I think they'll oh, probably end. Wait, say that again. They'll get back. Like, so you th- you think the Hornets will win? If the Hornets win, they're in the playoffs. Oh, uh, this. Nine no. versus ten. Oh yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Because yeah, like, no. bro, it all flip flopped. Like both the they, because uh, uh, with the Wizards going on the streak, I just got confused a little bit. Yeah, but you're right. Um, yeah, I don't see. I I don't think either of those teams will make it into the playoffs necessarily. I think. Um, I think it'll end up being Boston and Washington, ultimately. Yeah. No, I
1: agree with you on that one. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Seven and eight, Boston and Washington are going to have that. But I could see, I could really, I could, I think I like Charlotte winning, taking the over on the game, taking Charlotte on the money line, and then they will sneak in at the at the eight, and then uh, Boston at the seven. That's how I think it's going to play out in the East.
0: Yeah, all right. Let's let's switch gears and go to the other Eastern Conference game. We have seven versus eight, Wizards Celtics. Celtics are the favorite. Uh, last time I checked they were minus two on the spread the over was 232 and a half um and I mean the spread changed that that spread changed after I wrote all this down so with this it went up half a point it was one and a half so maybe the at the time when I wrote all this down the Wizards were even on the money line Celtics I think were minus 134 something like that um but, dude, the Celtics are struggling. Jalen Brown, they don't have him. You don't know what what you're going to get from Kemba. And, like, the whole team, I don't really think is that good. Because, bro, who who else you, – you have Marcus Smart. What is he good for? Maybe 12 points a game, if that. Like, his career average is, I think, a little over 10 a game. Yeah. Like, the, the one thing that, obviously, Washington has to be worried about is uh, Tatum because – You know what he could do? He could carry an offense any given night and carry a team to a win. But I'm taking taking the Wizards' money line because, I mean, they're the hot team. You know what they could do? And Russell – Beal's Beals playing too. Beal's playing too. But he said that 75%. Bro, he played yesterday, put up 23 points, and he wasn't that healthy another day's rest and getting some, f- his feet under him. He'll have a better game and it'll just, and like just having him on the court, even if he's not necessarily playing with his killer instinct, that would be taking basically. uh So I don't know. I don't know if you put. Honestly. More- honestly yeah.
1: I Honestly, I'm going to go with Washington sneaking in there at the seven.
0: Yeah, bro. The, like I agree with you. that's
1: a good point. That's a good point. I keep forgetting that Brown's out for the season.
0: Yo, right. so so. Listen to this. This is another another reason why I like Washington. So, pretty much. So realistically, they're gonna put um, uh, Marcus Smart. He'll be on Russell Westbrook. Now, it's just two really athletic guys. Russ is gonna do him get his triple double. But then you pull in T- and Tatum's their next best defender. So he'll probably be on Beal, and then you're taking away Jason Tatum's length and defensive instincts away from say the passing lanes or. Being like a real help defender because you can't sag off of Bradley Beal; he's the second best scorer in the league, and it'll open it up for the other guys on the Wizards. To be quite honest, I don't know who the fuck else they have in the starting. Oh no, they'll have like Bertans, and I think they start Alex Len at center. Well they've
1: no, been starting Hichamura at center.
0: At center? Huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. even so, so, that Zaga, Yeah,
0: but that that bodes well because the, the Celtics don't have good front court depth. They run. Uh, they start Uh, Tristan Thompson. They have Robert Williams. Unlike those those guys, they're they're actual fives. They're not good on the perimeter. And you got to watch Bert because he could stretch it out to 35 feet from three, and he's a fucking sniper, career 40% mm-hmm. three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hachimura, he could do damage in the mid-range, bang down <laughs> low in the post as a physical guy, even though he's young, really talented on offense. And defensively, unless there's a weird matchup where he's on Tatum, I'm not worried that he's not a good defender on the court. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and the the over is set at two thirty two and a half, might be a little more, a little less, depending on the uh the way the lines have moved. But like the Wizards are a high scoring team, but I think I think that game's going under under two thirty. The Celtics really don't put up that many points. Um Browns being up, they're not gonna be putting up that many. No, and I, like, a, a lot of their games recently have been in the 90s, low hundreds, and I think it'll be a close game. That's why I'm going money line. I mean, like, also, two-point spread is negligible in basketball. That's literally a layup either way. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't see it going going over. I'm, I like the under. I don't think I'm going to take it because I really don't like betting unders. Um, Let's switch gears to the west. Nine versus ten. The Spurs, they're getting pop sorta, but not really back in the playoffs. Um, and they're they're the road uh they're the road dog. Grizzlies are a minus three and a half as the home team. And kind of like what you were saying about the Hornets, that's my reason for liking the Grizzlies in this matchup. Literally, like they're the hungrier team, they got a lot of young guns, they have John Morant who's hard to guard. You got Dylan Brooks, who's rounded into a really good two-way player, putting up around 17-18 a game. They got Jaron Jackson back, Valanchunas back in the lineup. And Valanchunas is that type of – he's that type of old-school big who's going to leave the opposing defenders bruised as hell, needing to get in the in the ice bath for, like, four hours once the game's over. Literally. And, yeah. bro, the um, – the Spurs, they they rock him with um Jakapodal, who's a who's a twig. Valanciunas is going to eat him alive. And Jaron Jackson, the Jaron Jackson John Morant, you I don't wouldn't even call it a pick and roll that you call it a pick and pop because Jaron Jackson isn't a great roll man. He's better as a pop guy. He's a, a good shooter. He as a big man, he gets the his shots off pretty quickly. Um. That and the Spurs, they're, I think the, they shoot the lowest lowest amount of three-pointers a game in the league. They shoot them at a good percent, but they don't take a high volume. Now, right. again, Spurs, I think...
1: Spurs are 10 and Grizzlies are nine, correct?
0: Yes, um, in rankings. And the Grizzlies, they're a young team. The Spurs, as usual, they play more of a lower pace game. John Morant likes to go up and down the court. Dylan Brooks could fly. Um, depending who they run at the three, probably be, uh, boy, slow-mo, uh, Anderson, Kyle Anderson, uh, former Spur. Um, but yeah, I, 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 like the, the Grizzlies. I'm taking their spread three minus three and a half. I mean the pace, they shoot more threes. Grizzlies are giving three and a half? They're minus three and a half.
1: Holy shit. Oh, they're their favorites. They're the favorites to win. I'm going Memphis. I'm I'm not fading my boy Ja right now. Not in that game. I'm not fading Ja right now. No way. I think he's going to go off. I think he's going to fucking make a statement also to the league saying that they're giving him a fucking opportunity to make it into the playoffs. And technically is the playoffs, but not really the playoffs. Um, I think he's going to make a fucking statement. And I want him to because that's my boy. I love him. Yeah, you really Uh, love Ja. I love Ja. I love Ja.
0: I love him. I love him. I and like that, and I think overall their roster is more talented. Yeah, they're a lot younger guys, but they're all hungry guys and a lot of players that were proven winners. Yeah, at the collegiate level, but like you have like their major rotation pieces. Uh, John Morant played really well at Murray State. Dylan Brooks, four-year player for Oregon, and Oregon teams that were really mm-hmm. fucking good. Mm-hmm. Grayson mm-hmm. Allen, four years at Duke, won a national championship yep. Yep. and was one of, one of the greatest Duke players to four-year Duke players in recent memory. Yep. Probably the greatest four-year Duke player in the two- this is 2010s. Since Leitner. No, uh, I would say Redick was a better Duke player because he won player of the year one year. True. But, no, def- but True. that's why I said definitely in the 2010s. Um, Valanchunas, he's a proven player, been to the playoffs. And like mm-hmm. the Spurs, you have a lot of veteran players. You got Patty Mills, the only lone remaining player from the old Spurs years, but he's coming off the bench. DeRozan DeRozan been in the playoffs other than last year his entire career, but he, his entire playoff career was just him and the Raptors walking into the playoffs getting swept by LeBron. Yeah, Literally, and and they don't like. I'm going with the young guns on that one. And then the the last game, the most exciting playoff oh, playoff game, got the Lakers sitting at seven, Warriors at eight. LeBron, another addition of LeBron versus Curry, LeBron versus the Warriors. Although this is not the Warriors team that we we've come to know, and it would be a much better game if if it was winner go home. Like one game a limb. But realistically, whichever team loses this game, they're going to win gonna the like, second game to get in as the eighth seed. Yeah.
1: So far, no matter, it's going to be Lakers sitting at seven or the Warriors at seven or vice versa
0: at eight. Yeah. And I'm leaning, so in this game, I'm leaning Lakers because they're getting LeBron back and he's gotten, he's tweaked his ankle a couple times. But, the Lakers are still playing well and defend like defensively, this is a play, this is think of the playoffs. The defense wins games. And I know we're having like one of the greatest offensive output seasons in NBA history, probably the greatest. The Nets set the record for best offensive efficiency season in NBA history by two uh two points, beating the Mavs of last year. Oh Pilar just got uh beamed in his head. Wait, um, I'm I
1: didn't see it I'm behind
0: But um, Yeah And So it's like With the Warriors What do you get Like Curry's gonna get his Get 30 I kinda like the prop His over on threes It'll probably be at five and a half And then the over Yeah but five. i'm
1: 22 threes Last night Or the night before
0: Yeah So like But But then you have It's Curry And then a bunch of misfits You have Oubre Wiggins And Draymond Neither of those, none of those three are good shooters. Oh, that hit him in the nose.
1: Oh, shit. I'm seeing. Oh, he's gushing. Holy shit. Oh, my God.
0: But, um, yeah, like I, even if LeBron and AD don't have great games, the Lakers are just so loaded. Like during the time when LeBron was out, Wesley Matthews was getting playing time, playing well. Another good three and D option. Just another defender they could throw at Curry. Horton Tucker had been playing well. They got Caruso. All three of those guys are good defenders. You got Schroeder throw at him. Cold Old Pope throw at Curry. And and then bringing LeBron and A D back, then you you just have a loaded like a loaded offense. Not necessarily Oh, that was right off the face. Holy shit.
1: Wait, I I just just saw him behind I just saw him get knocked Bro he's bleeding out of his nose Sorry everyone Off topic But Jesus
0: Yeah but like Getting LeBron and AD back It's just Like who Talking like defensive matchups Who do the Warriors throw at them You put Wiggins or Oubre on LeBron Cause you gotta put Draymond on Anthony Davis and then the Lakers bench is just so much stronger because you have Kuzma offensively. You got Markeith Morris. Oh, shit. Bro, it hit him right in the face. Holy shit.
1: Wow. All right. Yeah. But now, yeah. I mean, who are you going to put on him? Honestly, who are you thinking?
0: Yeah. No, but I just said it. So, like, you, the Lakers have, they have Schroeder, Coldwell Pope, Wesley Matthews. Horton Tucker and Caruso all to guard Curry at different stretches. So not one guy is just sticking in the whole game, running around off the million screens. Yeah, that's true. But also,
1: bro, Curry's been getting fucking triple, quadruple fucking team all year.
0: He's been getting quadruple teamed all year. But the thing is, it's like, yeah, that's why I said, like, I like his points over and his three-point props because he's going to get his. But it's like, who else is going to really score and whatever guys aren't guarding Curry or double teaming Curry, they're on the other the other wing players. You don't have to guard Draymond away out of the paint. So the, it's going to be a lot harder for though for Oubre and Wiggins, the the second and third best offensive players on the team to to score. You know what I'm saying? And then in the paint. Yeah, no. no. And then the yeah. Lakers got the paint locked down. You got Drummond. You got AD. You got Gasol coming off the bench. Montrezl Harrell coming off the bench giving offense. Yeah.
1: yeah and
0: yeah. because just because of Curry, I like the Lakers' money line. Last time I checked, they were minus – because uh, they were minus four and a half on the spread. Money line, uh, minus 193. That's my pick. Um, my pick for that game. What do you think?
1: This is where I'm iffy about this game. I agree with what you're saying 100%. Ah, oh, man. I know they're both going to hit the playoffs, in seven and eight, like I said before. I just think I like, I really like Golden State in this game, bro. I like it in this game. I like it.
0: I like it. I like it.
1: I like it a lot. I, know.
0: I was debating them too because I probably like it because Curry and the game is might not be, be that way on offense, but that's why I took Lakers' money line, not the spread. I think it'll be close, but closing out the game, just having so many different options when it's tight and defensively, like, yeah, Curry could get his, but if Curry goes off for 35 and you limit the other guys to their season averages, maybe less than that, Lakers are golden. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing, is Wiggins needs to show up in this game that's the only thing that's that's what i'm saying like you you're going to rely on andrew you're going to rely on andrew wiggins to go off when you're going to have probably lebron starting out guarding him and like yeah lebron's going to be lazy but lebron knows how to play basketball and it's and the it's not like a must win but like the lakers need to win because otherwise there's going to be so much pressure if the lakers are in, a, in the second game to vie for the 8th seed um but like yeah, bro, I'm not I'm not relying on Wiggins. Wiggins is going to be the X factor, but all right, 18 points a game—that's about his season average. That ain't shit. And bro, if, he, if he go for 30 something like he did a
1: couple nights ago, I'm taking. i I like Golden State in the game. That's a big if, and
0: remember, very big if.
1: No, 100. percent It's it a better.
0: big if, and think about it. The Lakers are top three defensive team in the league, no matter what metric you look at. And they have a ton of different guys they could throw at him. You could go bigger defender. AD could guard him too, depending on the lineup. AD could guard him. You got all those guys I mentioned. And whoever is not on Curry, you could put Horton Tucker with a 6'11 wingspan at 6'5". You could put Caruso just as a quick guy, a good defender, just get up in his skin. LeBron, you could do uh, Coldwell Pope, who's at 6'6", 6'7". That would be a good matchup because Wiggins is about 6'7". yeah, and, like, Curry's yeah, going to go and get his, but, like, bro, I'm not relying on Andrew Wiggins to go get me a win, whether it be on the, like, as a team in a game or me as a better. Fuck that. Not relying no, on I, Wiggins. Bro, when has he ever played a game that meant something? Never. Never. He's ever. never played a game that meant anything in his career.
1: I know. I know. I know. I, don't I don't like, know. It's just, it's just it, for me, for, for this game, it's going to be a game time decision who I'm taking, honestly. Because I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it really could go both ways. And I agree with what you're saying, definitely, whatever with want the matchups and whatnot. But I don't know. I just feel like it could still swing any other way. You have to – like, we have to know what, what LeBron and what AD is actually going to show up to this game,
0: literally. That's also true, but also playoff Braun. he takes it to another level no matter if he's banged up or what. AD. I just, I think, it's, I think if they lose, honestly, this is going to sound a little stupid,
1: but I think it's going to be calm as, calm as a bitch. And what LeBron said a couple weeks ago about the play-in game, I think that's going to bite him in the ass. Bite
0: yeah, bro. If they if they lose this first game, I think they're getting smacked in the second game. Because, guy- bro, because I said no. Because I I said it like when we first started talking about this game. If they lose. All the pressure is going to be on LeBron because of his legacy, all this and that. And he's on, like, LeBron. He's he's continuing his ridiculous prime. I saw a stat today on points, rebounds, and assists. He is eclipsing all the numbers in his most recent MVP season with the Heat. So for someone who's washed up, mostly said by himself that he's the washed up king. But his numbers are better. Than they've ever been. His court vision is better. So even if he's not having a great offensive game, but just him being on the court and getting open shots for those wing guys, he could drive. And who the fuck is guarding LeBron, bro?
1: That's the thing. I don't know who who's gonna call LeBron. I have no idea who's gonna.
0: Call it's gonna man. be a combination of Ubre and Wiggins, and yeah, and o- Ubre comes off the bench. Unless they put him in the starting lineup just to match up with the Lakers size. Well, I'll tell you one thing. When when Curry was out the other
1: night and uh with Poole playing, Poole had a game and I don't like him. He had a game the other night. He put up no, he's a,
0: like in he's a young a young kid. He only played two years at, at Michigan, but he's proven yeah. he can make big shots and he just makes young young player mistakes. But he could get hot. He's a good he's a good player. He's a good scorer. I don't like him. Basically with this team, he's essentially one of the de facto backup point guards, depending on like what, what lineups rolled out. And I don't I don't like him with the ball in his hands, but as a spot up shooter, he's a good player.
1: Yeah. Kirsten said the other night, he said um going into the future, like he he's gonna he's, he can see him coming as a six man off the bench for the rest of the for you know, his tenure with them.
0: Basically. No, definitely, bro. He's a good player and he fits bro, he fits the Warriors. He's another light skin.
1: Yeah, literally. Literally, literally. Literally, yo. Imagine if Clay said Clay comes out and goes, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm playing."
0: Yo, I I saw yesterday that, uh, he's a he's questionable for the game. Really? Yeah, it said that he could possibly come back. Like I, he's basically fully recovered for the most part. But realistically, he hasn't played. A game, he hasn't played an NBA game since 2019. It's been and two years. Bro, it's yeah, it's basically been two years. Even if he could play, why would the Warriors risk it? Yeah. I know,
1: but bro, I'm talking about from like a betting standpoint, the line. Oh would yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if he yeah, from a betting shift. standpoint not- Yeah, if from a betting standpoint, yeah, that would be huge. But like realistically, even if he's able to play, if I'm the Bob Myers in the front office and the and the ownership group. I'm not letting Klay Thompson play this game.
1: No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. But yo, if they make it to if they actually which I think they're going to, I think Lakers like I like we said before Lakers and and Warriors uh, are going to get in? Bro, I don't know. I think I I think I'd let him play in the seven game series.
0: Come the off seven the seven series. Yeah, come maybe on the bench but,
1: play in 18 20 minutes.
0: But it's just like the risk to reward like you're risking him playing and possibly getting hurt again. And especially not having his – bro, he's coming off of a torn ACL and – or was not yeah, torn ACL that was torn pretty badly.
1: And then Achilles.
0: Yeah, so it's just like – and especially the Achilles. Like, the players who come back off an Achilles injury, once they get healthy, it still takes them about a, a half a season to a full season to really get back into game shape. Like, you look at KD, and, like, yeah, he tweaked the hamstring earlier this year, but he re- he's not his same nimble self. He doesn't have, the like, the lateral uh, movements needed to really play basketball on the offensive end because his handle's real loose. We're also on the defensive end, and that's another big thing with Clay Thompson. Like, he's a really good perimeter defender, but he's not going to be able his- to move his feet, and – and like he said a couple weeks ago, that when he comes back, don't expect. He was like, "Yeah, don't expect me to come back and be guarding the best player on the other team."
1: No, and- I wouldn't do. I, I wouldn't even I, like if he came back, I wouldn't start him. Like I would make him come off the bench, six seven man off the bench, play a couple minutes, put up a couple threes, bro. Even if he, bro, you saw what he did when he dropped sixty that night, bro. He dribbled the ball ten fucking times, not even spot up shooting. That's it. That's all he has to do. Just sit behind the clock. put up a couple threes, put up some points on the board.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm sticking with the Lakers here. Like you're making me more if like I was still iffy as is, but like I'm still going with the Lakers because dude, there's no way if I had any sort of management role with the Warriors, I would not be letting him play. No, I
1: I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Go, you
0: telling me? So if say God forbid he plays and there's a potential he could get injured again for a game that really doesn't fucking matter. It's not a contending team. And likely going to lose in the first, in the real first round of the playoffs. I wouldn't risk it because I'd rather get him healthy, let Curry have his fun, develop the young guys, let them get a little playoff experience, and then see where it goes next year when they retool the roster. Because Curry's what, 32 now?
1: Yeah, 32, 33.
0: Yeah. So he's, I mean, his game will last very well into the twilight years kind of like LeBron because the game translates, but when he loses speed, they, I like, personally, I would just want to keep clay healthy for the next two, three years, because that's another, that's a real championship window if they build the rest of the team correctly, they get Wiseman back healthy. They'll still have Draymond doing Draymond things. Uh, You got Kevon Looney, good player, but they like got to build the bench, but it's just like, for me, the risk is not worth the reward. Warriors need to build a bench for sure. Yeah. And and, and like, they need to get an
1: actual center. What? They need to get an actual center.
0: Kevon Looney's a good backup. I don't like him as a starting center, and you really can't start. And Wiseman's not a, didn't really play that well. Like, he 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 was ball ball, and like, defensively, he wasn't that great as he was projected to be anyway. Wiseman's been a bust. Wasn't a bust, but it's just like, for some players, like you get thrown in, and he was he was a second. Real, realistically, he like Wiggins is going to get his, but like he was pretty much like a second option. And the bigs in the West are really good. And coming off, bro, he didn't. He basically didn't play all of last season. Like that, that hurts, especially transitioning from basic. He basically went from high school to the NBA. So for he most, get,
1: he most played scouts, five in Memphis, that was it. He Played three, three. Okay shoot me shit three games in Memphis yeah
0: but it's just like I don't know we're, we're getting a little projection wise like getting away from the focus of the playing games but realistically so overall I think we're kind of on the same page We think likely Warriors and Lakers dep- like will be seven and eight in the west and then probably yeah. Celtics and the Wizards will be seven and eight in the east no. Now, no. Say, was, it,
1: was it Charlotte? Was it Charlotte?
0: You think Charlotte? Charlotte – the thing is, Charlotte has to win two games. I don't think they got two games in them.
1: Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens.
0: And then, as I said, there's a possibility that LeBron, if they lose this first game, I don't think they win the second one, bro. To get in the playoffs. Like, they could – but like with all that pressure, LeBron's gonna be shook. And I, bro, I like LeBron as a player, but, bro, all the pressure it might get to him. Might not might, also because he's performed. Might,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, it's LeBron. At the end of the day, it's fucking LeBron. Listen, I, I don't think he's the greatest of all time. Everyone knows that. If you're close to me, um, but it's also still LeBron James. Like that's the thing. I don't, it's going to be very, very, very interesting what's going to happen. Very interesting what's going to happen. We're basically on the same page yeah, for that, except for the Charlotte game.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, All right, you want to talk about anything else? Talk about hockey? I, I know the playoffs pretty much really started today. You know anything that's going on with that in the NHL? Yeah, well,
1: um, the Blues are game one tonight. Uh, Tampa last night went fucking crazy I watched that game They won 5-4 Back and back all, all all game Back and forth all game They won 5-4 against Florida I think Tampa, Florida And Boston, Washington Are the best series right now In the first round um, I like I still Bro, I think I'm I'm very heavy on Tampa going back to back They're too good And they just got Kucherov back is their best player Besides Stamkos And Stamkos also came back last night Even though he played this year he didn't play a lot. He played maybe half the season because he's always – he's a Band-Aid. But when Stamkos is on the ice, he's one of the best players in hockey. And Kucherov, when he's on the ice, he's the, one of the, also the best players in hockey. Kucherov was off, out for the year because he had um, hip surgery done after he won the cup a couple of days after the cup. And he came back last night and he put two goals in net and an assist. And he didn't play all year. He didn't
0: touch the ice all year. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, bro, I've been – like betting-wise, I I got three teams I've been riding in hockey. The Lightning, the Hurricanes, and the Minnesota Wild.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like Carolina a lot too. I the last time I checked tonight, they're playing Game One.
0: Yeah, um, they're playing Vegas, right?
1: Yeah, they're playing Vegas. Um, it's one-one. The last time I checked, I'm gonna look right now. Carolina is really good this year. They they um they have a lot of uh, good pieces that this is going on right now. No, no, Carolina's playing uh, Nashville. It's two-two. Oh. middle of the second. 2-2 Boston, end of the second. Capitals are up 1-0 in the series. And then St. Louis and Colorado kick off their playoff series tonight at 10 o'clock. And I like Colorado also. I could see Colorado-Tampa Stanley Cup final.
0: Bro, and also, yo, so did they figure out what's going on with, like, the Canadian division?
1: They haven't said anything yet.
0: Yeah, because, bro, we were kind of talking about it last time. But, like, what are they going to do if – um. Because it like the, I mean, COVID. Now that they pulled the mass mandate for most in of the, the country, what
1: in the U.S. That's the thing, not in Canada.
0: I know, but that's what I'm saying. I think it'll be with the mass mandate lifted, and especially because they're pretty like, for lack of a better term, they're pretty much in a bubble up there. So I don't think it'll be that big a deal, but it'll be interesting to see like how they do because when with travel they probably have to quarantine. Now, does that delay the playoffs further with, I don't know, say – I think it's going eight-
1: to delay it, – it's going to have to do something. They're going to have to figure something out at least by the end of the first round because if we don't, like – it's going to delay it a little bit and then it's going to fuck everything up. It's going to fuck everyone's mojo up that's been playing and everything. So, they got to figure something out because – if Canada is not going to open up the border back up to us, and not let the teams travel into Canada, Canada is going to have to come to the U.S. and they're going to have to find a neutral site to play. And then that also fucks Canada because it's the hockey capital of the world, basically. And so not having the home in America. Said, America, yeah, you're not going to have that crowd. Okay, no one's. You're not going to be. No Canadian fans are really going to be traveling in unless you're in the U.S. and you're a Canadian fan going to the games. And that's going to fuck them. Crowd helps in hockey, hundred percent. So crowd I mean, helps
0: in every sport.
1: Oh yeah, Well, I think hockey the most. I think hockey and football the most. Um, and then baseball when it gets into the playoffs, it helps a lot.
0: Bro, um, don't like you can't really like bro with the NBA with the in the playoffs. You remember with with the big three in Miami, how that stadium was rocking with that. Oh no. yeah, crowd. I mean, bro, every stadium, every stadium's gonna be rocking no matter what, but it. It's also just
1: different energy. It's just so different energy. No,
0: it's – bro, it's definitely different energy, but I'm just saying, like, bro. Also,
1: also like, with NBA and hockey, like, NBA and hockey play basically in America. All of, honestly. um, uh, They all basically play in the same stadium, technically, in the same place, in the same arena. But you're always going to have more NBA fans than hockey fans because the rink – so when you're playing hockey, you're cutting the arena at least by close to 1,500 people, because the arena shells out further. You don't have yeah, full no, seats. no, I know, I know. Behind the backboard, so like you're cutting fans 1,500. All right, that it's not a lot, but it is a lot if you really think about it. You know, and the fans aren't as close to the players. You know, shit like that. Like your bro, LeBron hits a fucking three. He can run up the court and fucking high five the fucking fans up down. Hockey, you can't do that. It's a little different. It's a little different. It's a little different in every fucking sport, honestly.
0: No, I agree with you there. Uh, who? So you like Tampa winning, going back to back? Yeah, they're too dangerous. They're never,
1: bro. They could be down four nothing after the first and come back and win the game. Potent offense. Potent. This is absolutely disgusting. 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 And their defense. No, I'm, about,
0: I'm, about, I'm about to look up. Yo, real. So today's the 17th. Did they open Fanduel down in in Florida? No, right? I didn't
1: look. I forgot. Holy look shit! Look right
0: now because I'm I'm looking. Uh, I just want to see if there's. I guess there's maybe no futures to win at all, but I was just curious to see what the odds of.
1: Uh, I was out all day doing shit. I didn't even look.
0: All right. So last night, hang on, I'm pulling it up.
1: No, they didn't.
0: Yeah, I didn't think so. the The Avalanche are the uh, as of yesterday, the Avalanche are the favorites at plus four hundred to win the Stanley Cup. Tampa Bay is second, plus five fifty. Toronto plus six hundred. Vegas plus eight fifty. Carolina plus 850.
1: I like Colorado and Tampa. Like I said,
0: taking the two favorites, dude. I can't
1: I even know those were the two favorites until you just said that. I just like them all season,
0: yeah, dude. I kind of want to throw like a little bit on Carolina, bro. I, I love Carolina,
1: yeah, bro. They could definitely make noise. I don't, I just don't think they could win it because they don't have the. I don't know. I just don't of. I don't think Carolina can win it. Yeah, they, they don't have the resume to do it.
0: Yeah, no, I was just, I was just also curious to see what the odds were. Maybe throw something on Tampa Bay if you could get it on the book. Um, yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up here. But, um, yeah, so what do, you, what do you think? Well, you want to do another episode once the playing games are over?
1: Hey, Thursday night, let's do one. Now yeah. Let's have probably shown maybe my boys one of my boys on it. Showing them on it.
0: Yeah, one of them. I'll be down to get another another opinion, another uh um, mind to talk basketball. I like I like the sound of that. Yeah, and that one will pretty like mostly focus on the NBA, the first round matchups and that sort of stuff. But yeah, we'll probably we'll get back at you uh third probably Thursday. Yeah, until then, give me the money, hope hopefully you tail the bets and uh make some bread on the playing games.
1: Let's rock and roll, boys. Let's win some bread.